Welcome to episode four of Concentrated Podcast Presents Heralds of the MCU. I'm Maria, and I am joined by my two co-hosts, Eric. Good day. And Minera. Hi. You so like today, my, my beaker face. No, no, no your beaker <laughs> face is doing a lot. Um, so listen, guys, we're here to discuss episode five of Disney Plus's series WandaVision, uh, titled "On a Very Special Episode," and this episode indeed was very special. We have a lot to get to as this episode was just jam packed. Uh, but first, before we do that, let's get overall thoughts on the episode as a whole. Manira, I always love starting with you because you're always so excited about just about everything that happens in these episodes. So what what was your take overall? Um, I feel like I say it every week, every episode, but I loved it. Um, this was amazing. And um, the things that happened here really impact the MCU going forward. And mm-hmm. that is that is extremely exciting. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm all in with a bag of chips for this, this, uh, series. I love it. I'm going to be real sad when it goes. Yeah. I, I also like, I don't want it to end actually. Like, I feel like you guys can keep this going forever, Mm -hmm. but you know. No, you definitely can't. Shut it, Eric. Yes, you can. No, I feel like the, the, the shows I'm now I'm a hundred percent. I was a little weary at first. Like, how are they going to make this work? Like Mm -hmm. taking it from movies to shows, but this Mm -hmm. proves like you can do these forms of like long form mm-hmm. um, like movies to show. Mm-hmm. And they're th- th- like, I think keeping it a half hour is making it more desirable. Cause like, I, I know especially like watching some of the Netflix, like the, the defenders and daredevil mm-hmm. and especially the, the worst ones like um, uh, fucking iron fist, like Ugh. 45 to 50 minutes. You're dragging, especially when yeah. you're doing mm-hmm. 10 to 13 episodes. Like this is nine episodes. Each one is like, 26 minutes not including the credits so i'm i'm still i'm refreshed every episode i'm like jazzed i'm ready to hit go and jump right into the next one immediately so i i think this is a superior way to do it you brought up those shows do you think that they learned their lesson with those shows took what worked and took what didn't some point some part of it they did and i know that um if the rumors are to be believed some of those characters we might see again Mm -hmm. um and based on how this episode went, I think some of those might actually be true. Okay. I don't want to give credence to rumor, though, because the rumor. I, you know how I feel about rumors. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, I just I feel like there's to Eric's point, I, I really like the short format, but I hate it at the same time. But it's it's the right type of hate. Right. Because it's like at the end of every episode I am like, no, it can't mm-hmm. be over. Like, I need so much more. And it's They've like, They've done a really ah, good job of, like, leaving you on those cliffhangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every episode. Mm-hmm. Like, there hasn't been an episode yet that's ended that I'm like, oh, that was cool. Now let me go about my day. Like, every right. episode is like, shit, it's done. I'm going to watch the credits again, even though I know that there's, there's not no going to be anything in the yeah. credits. Yeah, I keep watching But I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe yep. there will be, so, at, like, the season finale. To tie I would into, hope so. It would make you know. sense. Yeah. yeah I, I think at the, for the season finale, it would make sense to tie into the next set of shows. Especially so. if she's supposed to be a, like a major part of Doctor um, Strange 2. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, because there's so much to unpack, I think it'll be a little easier to break this to break this episode down by separating what happened outside of Westview and then what's happening inside. So I think I want to start with 
probably my current favorite character in Monica Rambeau. So let's talk about Monica. What, Monica. what were your takes? <laughs> I knew he was going to do that. Um, Eric, I'm going to start with you. What were your takes on what was going on with her this episode? Um, one, she's super smart. We, we kind of got that from her analysis of her pants. And um, I think the big takeaway here is that her and Captain Marvel got some got some issues. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think Captain Marvel has been back to Earth. And I mean, it makes sense because she came back after the blip, so she hasn't seen her. But at the same time, she was gone for 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. So I think her and Captain Marvel have some issues that will be worked out a bit more in Captain Marvel 2 because she's confirmed to be in it. Um, so clearly she's she's harboring some issues there, which is to be expected. Yeah. Um, yeah, she also is starting to question her her command. And I think we can all figure out at this point that Tyler is... Uh, He's not who he says he is. I wouldn't be surprised if he's Hydra. Mm. I okay. Yeah, Manira, because I know you've got some thoughts. So let's <laughs> let's hit it. What do what do you think about this? Um. Okay. So she knows that she has powers, right? The fact that she did not want a double scan, and when they said there's nothing there when she was getting scanned, um, she just breathed right past that. So she knows she has powers, right? I, th- I think she has an inclination, but like, okay. again, knowing who her mom was, knowing that. Um, also, uh, she mentions a aerospace engineer. Yes, I'm who is that? to bet it is one of the scrolls from Captain Marvel, okay. the one that hooked up the Quinjet so it can go into space. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if he died or not in Captain Marvel, but I know there was a bunch of scrolls that were in that crew. So. The guy, okay, so ta- you mean Talus's right-hand man? Yeah, his his. I thought guy. that um, Jude Locke. I thought Locke, what's his name shot him. I thought that he did. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if he died or not, but I. But his like, the girl. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, it could be now that you said scroll, he's dead, but Talos's um daughter, daughter. is not. Yep. So it could be. That's her. what I was thinking. True. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, they uh, clearly they're all on Earth because right. we saw them all in in Spider Man Far From Home. Right. Well, Talos mm-hmm. and his wife. Right. Who are now doubling um, Nick Fury and Maria Hill. Right. Right. Um, and I would assume she's, you know, with uh, with her mom starting helping start Sword, she probably started it with the scrolls, you know, help because they have that space technology. So I'm pretty well, sure Monica space technology still knows. and also space knowledge. Because right. you have to think, like, she's been up there. What, right. She's yeah. been up there. And what the hell do we as human beings know about what's actually going right. on intergal- intergalactically without the scrolls' help? So, well, a lot more now, thanks to the events of like Thor and right. Endgame and Infinity War. But yeah, I, I have a feeling maybe we'll, we'll get a, a glimpse of some scrolls coming soon, you know, probably in the next episode. Mm-hmm. I also enjoy the fact that she keeps like hammering home Wanda is not a threat or a terrorist yeah Mm -hmm. it's grief because i mean and she knows a little bit about grief she Mm -hmm. has just been thrown into the fact that her mother is no longer in this world and was taken while she was also and she was away for five years right so she never got a chance to say goodbye right so she knows that grief can make you do a lot of things and take you out of the person that you are. Um, so I really enjoy, even when we get to Wanda coming outside of Westview, she still was talking to Wanda like, let me help you. Like, right. I, I am I, your ally. Right. I'm not your enemy. enemy. And yeah. you know that. And Wanda mm-hmm. did know that. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wanda had her 
help her with her babies, had her mm-hmm. deliver the babies, not Agnes. Mm-hmm. Agnes mm-hmm. didn't come over. Agnes was right mm-hmm. outside, but Agnes wasn't brought over. It mm-hmm. was Monica. Why? Do you know yeah, what I mean? We, def- we definitely got some a lot more insight on Agnes this episode as well. Yeah, I want to... Yeah. I want to. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah, we'll get, we get we'll there. get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Um. I, I think the only thing that I want to add about Monica is, um. Well, if her powers manifest, which I think they will, Eric, I'm just gonna give you a big, yeah. Because when I said something last week, you were like, no. But here we are seeing yet another example that she's clearly not just some random person that came back from the blip, like there's something going on there. Um, Also, I think that we as viewers, obviously we know Hayward ain't shit, Mm. but like she did a really great job of showing how much she is starting to question Mm -hmm. her command. Mm -hmm. Like in every interaction, it wasn't just no, 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 like I think Wanda is, is not evil, like she's not a terrorist, blah, blah, blah. It was like, the fuck are you talking about? Like she was literally looking at him like, I can't believe you're going down this path. Mm. Like there's for as much as she's got beef with Captain Marvel, clearly she's not okay with Hayward either. And I really appreciated that you saw it and it wasn't, it didn't go down the typical, well, I guess I got to follow chain of command. Like she's like, no, fuck that. He's also hiding things from her. Right. Like Mm -hmm. he had this knowledge that, that, you know, Scarlet Witch had stolen the Vision's body, but he didn't bring it up to anybody until nine days later. I th- he had seen her before those nine days. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's because her mother created Sword, and this is not the Sword that her mother created. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very jarring when he does things or they're as militarized as they are. Right, because that's not what Sword is about. Right. Yeah, they're yeah. focusing yep. on the weapons. Yeah. Yep. Yep, that's a really great point. So switching gears, because I, w- I do want to make sure that we've got time to go through everybody on the outside that we want to talk about. Um, Manira called them the trio, and I kind of love it, and I'm going to stick with that name for them because that's really what they're becoming. Uh, who we're referring to here is Agent Wu, <clears throat> um, Dr. Darcy, and Monica. So looking at them working together uh, this episode, Manira, what I'm going to start with you on this one. What were your thoughts about their interactions, their bonding, like how this is coming together? They are our new our new archetypes for us going in phase 4. They mm. are the people that we will we you and the three of us would identify with as in trying to figure the clearly the like the the Mary Sue of this like she's watching it the way we're watching right and agent Wu while he used to be the type of person that was follow the letter by the book all this other stuff now his interaction with Ant-Man and whatnot has kind of changed him a little bit Mm -hmm. he softened this wouldn't be I don't for me it doesn't remind me of the same Agent Wu that mm-hmm. was telling. Um, he was I trying to, to to enforce the Sokovia Accords right. more than anything. Right now, I do like the fact that he he seems just like a genuinely good person. He's like, right, I don't like to speak ill of people. And now he mm-hmm. knows, like he knows the um, Accords back and forth, so he will be mm-hmm. a wealth of knowledge going forward. But I also see, I first first for some reason in the back of my mind, I see him as leaving the Force. 
but I I would like to see him become the new like Agent Coulson, like maybe oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 and go to whatever that. the new Shield is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that would be lovely. or maybe join Sword proper. Yes, I I enjoy them together. I enjoy them putting their heads together and trying to because they, like I said, don't see Wanda as a threat but see her as a person that has saved them on multiple occasions and needs help. We need to figure yeah. out why this is happening He even to mentions her. that, like, yeah, maybe she fought them originally in, in Age of right. Ultron, but, like, she later gained their trust and became an Avenger. Right. Right. And I like that all three of them will probably at some point come together and start trying to figure out why Hayward is the way that he is. They may be Hayward's downfall, mm-hmm. I feel. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, do you have any additional thoughts on the trio? No, I'm I'm all for it. Like I said, I'm I'm very I'm very much looking forward to seeing Monica show up and other stuff, especially I know she'll be in Captain Marvel too. But um I'm hoping I know Brie Larson is, has talked about recently that she's she's like working out and getting ready to get in shape to for to, for them to start filming Captain Marvel too. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping that Monica shows up in Miss Marvel and is kind of the bridge between the Marvels since both Ooh. of them were confirmed in, Marvel, in Captain Marvel 2. I would like to see Monica show up and kind of be the 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 influence that she needs. Mm. Yeah. That would be fantastic. I think for me overall, I just, I'm very much like Manira in this. I just love them. I yeah. love their chemistry. <clears throat> I love how they're working together. Um, I love the fact that you see the wheels turning in every interaction with them yeah. to your point and getting into the next person we're going to talk about. I, I also bring... love them talking, like giving Darcy more to do yes. like in the, yes. in the four movies. You, she was an intern, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. she was always kind of ditzy. She's very, she's very much the comic relief, but in this, she's still the comic relief, but like she's the one solving all the problems. Yes. She, she yeah. figured out the cosmic radiation. She figured out like they brought her in because she is now an expert. And, and a fucking fan. Like, she's yeah. a fan. She that, literally said to Monica. That's how you Monica, write characters right. across things. Like, give them growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She is now Dr. Darcy. Yeah. That's right. And she got her coffee. Respect. Yeah. <laughs> she did finally get her coffee. I was coffee. a little upset when she dropped her, her oodles and noodles. I was like, oh, that cup of noodles look fresh, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think this is a great point to transition because – you know, I think, Manira, you made the point, and I agree with you, that the trio will likely be the downfall of Tyler Hayward. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about what's going on with him this episode. Because I think that start? for... I know, right? <laughs> like, for a lot of our li- our listeners and viewers, we've kind of hinted that we don't think... that We think something is off with him. But there's no way, in my opinion, you walk away from this week's episode not like... Mm-hmm. That dude's fucked up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, Eric, I'm going to start with you on this one. What did you think about Hayward's actions this episode? I'm not surprised by them. Mm-hmm. He's clearly hiding something. He, mm-hmm. he hid the knowledge that he knew that, that Wanda had taken Vision's body. Mm-hmm. He, you know, hid that, that on the drone that Monica sent in to observe mm-hmm. um, Scarlet Witch and her family. He hid that he had weaponized it and put fucking missiles on it and tried to, to assassinate her. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows a lot more than he's giving away, and he probably has ulterior motives. He probably wants the Vision's body back because while he said that they were holding Vision's body, they were clearly disassembling it and probably trying to, to weaponize it. It was hooked up to stuff. Yeah. It was separated and hooked up to things. It wasn't. It wasn't just in a vault somewhere like it yeah. should have been. There were there were engineers working on it, probably trying to reverse engineer it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the narrative that he was peddling with her 
being a terrorist and her in Sokovia, the Largos thing, the Germany thing, all of those to then in her fucking face say, oh, the missile was a precaution. You can hardly blame us for that. When she said, no, I think I can. I was like, yeah, you sure fucking can. Because they created a whole fucking contract about you. So yeah, no, fuck him. Fuck him on I, his whole entire life. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop a little. Uh, I'm gonna put on my my invisible tinfoil hat here and jump into some near territory. I think he is framing Wanda as the bad guy because I feel like through the Avengers or something we'll probably find out later that Wanda got note that they were experimenting yep. on Vision's body and yep. that's why she broke in and took it. Because she, okay, when she was telling Monica, like, you don't have anything that I want, I have everything I want, her Vision turned directly to him and said, and I will never let anyone take it a fucking again. And I was yeah. like, oh, so he took it. So he took it from you. Fantastic. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I, I feel like she broke in, took the body because she knew what he was doing. And he even mentions Vision's living will. Right. But clearly, no, you guys are. He doesn't. He doesn't. Um, Jimmy does. Jimmy talks yeah. about the Accords, how it's against the Accords, and then also against his living will. And I'm like, well, first of all, when did Vision make this living will? That was well, even, okay. Even that was Jimmy, a really good Jimmy question. Jimmy says it. He's like, yeah, it's against his living will. And Jimmy's like, oh, he didn't want to be a weapon. Right. Mm-hmm. But when did he do that? Well, I mean, he's a he's a, a synthesoid, so it's probably in his memory banks. I'm pretty sure somebody like maybe while during Infinity War, while he while um, what's her name, um, Black Panther's sister was working on it. Maybe he figured I might not make it through this. Let me put something down mm-hmm. on paper. I'm hoping we see the kind of like how Tony Stark left the little hologram when he died. I I was thinking that because he Vision signed the Shuri. Accords. I don't know why I couldn't say Shuri. I yeah. think that he it was an addendum in the Accords. Possibly. That makes a lot of sense, too. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, because it, Vision, it, while he is a I think that probably he still makes, has free will. Yeah. Right. And I think that probably makes the most sense in this. I think the other the other thing about Hayward in this episode that I found interesting, and I don't know if you guys noticed it, I felt like there was very much a shift in his personality from when we first met him a couple episodes back to now. With, within his relationship with Monica. So, like, initially, he very much tried to come off as a friend, as somebody that was caring, blah, blah, blah. And you see in this episode, he has become completely cold, completely calculating, um, and very much like this person who is basically trying to manipulate the, the responses to questions and to, and to the situation to fit his narrative, which is very different than how he was initially introduced if you took him at face value. Oh, yeah, so, he was supposed to be the, the nice guy. Oh, welcome back. You've been yep, blipped yep. away. Oh, you know, in the five years you've been gone, I've been fucking up your mom's company. Uh, yep. But, yeah, let me send you on this bullshit errand so you get out of my face a little bit more. Well, we had and never now, seen him in action, and now yeah. we do. Now mm-hmm. he's here, yep. and he's he's trying to run the show now that he knows that's where Wanda went. Because I, I feel like he's, he literally sent her off on this wild goose chase to, to New Jersey because he didn't want her poking around in the things that he's been doing to, sh- to S.W.O.R.D. while she's been exactly. gone. Exactly. That low-key exactly. turned around and has become full circle in what he was doing in S.W.O.R.D. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the um, chickens have come home to roost. Question for the group. We have never actually um, had Wanda be called Scarlet Witch 
in the MCU. I feel like in the Avengers they mentioned it uh, like within the team someone called her witch. I don't think so. Because he was leading to that with Jimmy Woo. He was yeah, saying, he, he no, was like, she doesn't have, have any, nickname. right, no nicknames, no funny code names, no nothing. And Jimmy's like looking at him like, no. Like, I feel like right. he wanted him, if he was, if she did, he would have said Scarlet Witch. Like, I say her name. Jimmy might not know it. Like, he might not know her alias because, you know, he only knows what he's seen through the FBI and, like, through the actual events. We also don't know if Jimmy was blipped away during the five years. I no, don't, I'm I don't feel sure like he, he was. wasn't. Yeah. I don't think I don't think he was. But here's the thing: I, I think that Manira is onto something um, on this with Hayward pushing that fact because I don't. I also don't recall anyone ever actually referring to her as Scarlet, which we mm-hmm. just know because she's Wanda. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, it would if in the accords because. I'm sure in the Accords, they had everybody's real name and Mm -hmm. code name. Mm -hmm. So if it were in the Accords, Wu would know about it, and Mm -hmm. he clearly doesn't. So I don't think that it's been mentioned. And it makes sense that Hayward is trying to push this narrative because in culture, right, witches are bad. And so Mm -hmm. if he can push to give her this name, it just further feeds that narrative that he is creating, that the Scarlet, you know, that Wanda, the Scarlet Witch, is an enemy. She's a terrorist. Mm -hmm. She's trying to kill innocent people, dot, dot, dot. So, So, wait. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, one more thing. So the, he says that he just got authorization to show what happened nine days ago. Who do we think he got that authorization from? Because I have a theory. Um, I think, okay, I'd be interested in hearing your theory because I think that's bullshit. I think that he is saying he just got authorization, but he knew damn well what he was doing by hiding that footage. Mm-hmm. And this was the right time and the right moment to bring it up to try to paint um, Wanda in this light. So what's your theory on that? I think that it is Thunderbolt Ross. I think that because he had her in, he had her, he had Clint, he had everybody that didn't sign the accords. I think he's still trying to collect the Avengers that he once had. I like that theory. I actually, but I I feel like at the same time, like after Endgame, maybe he. Maybe Thunderbolt mm. Ross isn't in, in, in as much control as he was once. Mm-mm. No, I I listen. Then after Endgame, after everyone, the Avengers that were didn't sign the Accord, all of them helped bring everybody back. Why are we still quoting the Accords? Mm. Why aren't they yeah. dissolved? You yeah, guys couldn't help. Point. You guys didn't bring back. You guys couldn't fucking fight Thanos. You guys couldn't bring anything back. You needed those people. Why are we still quote, quoting something that was supposed to hinder their powers and their, I mean, their just, their superness? Why are, why are we still quoting that if that's not still in effect and the people that didn't sign it aren't still wanted? I, I also do... Uh... <laughs> I enjoyed the the brief moment of like MCU fanboyness that Jimmy and uh, the the three had when they were like, oh well, Wanda could have beaten Thanos mm-hmm. on her own. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy's like, I mean, well, she did. Like that bitch yeah. was going. Jimmy's like, oh well, Captain Marvel probably could have too. And she's like, well, whatever about her. her this right. is about Wanda. <laughs> we hate her. Yeah. <laughs> Get on board. You can't sit with us. Right. <laughs> we we don't like her right now. 
know right. that. I think exactly. her big beef is that, you know, she left in the 90s and hasn't been back since. Yeah. She hasn't seen her yeah. since. All right. So I think we've we've adequately yes. kind of covered what was going on with the folks on the outside. So now let's get into the inside. And we've got to start with Wanda because, woof. There's a lot so, going on with her. Manira, like, listen, I know you love crazy. I do. Uh, what in the entire hell is going on with your girl right now? Um, I think that her perfect reality is falling apart, seam by seam. Um, I don't think that Vision is supposed to be as sentient as he is. And um, that is hurting it, the reality. Also, I don't think that she thought this baby situation all the way through because her powers don't work on those twins and they're a fucking problem. <clears throat> yeah, I think mm-hmm. the, the the twins are legitimately constructed out of her powers. Yes. Um, well, well, hold on. Don't, don't get rules. into I would say, Eric, don't get into the because we're going to have a, we're going to have a whole conversation twins about situation. the twins. Yeah. Um, but I, I really would like us to dive a little bit more into the point that Manira made about it now seems like she didn't think some of these things through. And so now she is really, really struggling to keep control. Well, it also makes a little bit more sense now that Vision is kind of snapping out of it because Mm -hmm. we now know that it is legitimately Vision's body. Like she didn't recreate him out of nothing. Mm -hmm. And that also makes sense as to in the previous episode, we saw kind of the zombie Vision which mm-hmm. I think that is, that's really what he's walking around as, but yeah. she is projecting him back to his full uh, lifefulness. Do we think that we're going to see a scene where she is actually putting him back together? I think we might get like a flashback of her like using her powers to kind of bring the body together because clearly it was in pieces. Um, I don't know that I'm ready for that. Using her, her reality perception to kind of yeah. animate him again. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I'm okay with that. I would I was not okay when I saw that he was in pieces and they had plugged him up to things. Mm-hmm. I very much was like, "No, go get him." Like, "Fuck them, go get him." And anybody that stands in your fucking way, bye. Sorry. Yeah, I was say, we also see she didn't hurt anyone to get him. Mm-mm, no. Nobody she, stopped her. She broke That's some the thing. Glass. Nobody stopped her. Yeah, I'm Why pretty sure she that? used her her powers to kind of like tell everybody look away. But she mm. broke glass. She didn't like. She could have thrown people out of the way with her powers. She, she could have murked. Yeah, she could have, she could yeah. have blipped people out of existence. Right. Um, because and, clearly, and in fairness to her, yeah, I, like, I would have understood. Like you're experimenting on my dead love. Yeah, fuck you. As, as Monica you. brings to our attention, like she is not creating things. She is warping reality. Like she right. made that when she went in with a, a Kevlar vest, she was basically modifying the molecules of that vest and made it into uh, Geraldine's wardrobe. Right. So her pants were 87% Kevlar. Um, Do you want to talk about Agnes here? Because, I mean, for the most part, she seems like she is part of Wanda's. I feel like yeah, Agnes. Yeah, I was, I was actually might... going to say once we, once we finished talking about Wanda, before we got into Vision, I did want to talk about um, Agnes. I, so... I do also like that Wanda is like, she knows she's in control. Because mm-hmm. when she starts getting into the argument with Vision towards the end, she tries to roll the credits as if that's going to stop what's going on. But, okay, so here's the thing. When she does that and they're sitting down and they're talking, after they have done their, like, standoff, she sits down and she says, and I believe her, I don't know how this started. Yeah. I believe her fully. I do, that, too. That's I where don't it think... comes into, like, someone is pulling the strings behind the scenes. Yeah. 
I think it's a combination of the grief Mm -hmm. and someone pulling the strings because like all three of us, um, for our viewers and listeners who, who may not know, like all three of us have lost a parent. And when you sit back and you think about the grief that comes from that there, for me, at least there are days that I literally just don't even remember you know, right Mm -hmm. after my mom passed. Like, I don't remember what happened that day, even though I know that I did a lot of things that day in preparation, you know, for for her home going or whatever. And so I love kind of hearkening back to Monica continuing to push the narrative, like this is grief. Mm -hmm. It is so important Mm -hmm. because it then ties into Wanda sitting there saying like, I don't know how this started. And she probably doesn't because she has lost everyone that she loves Mm -hmm. and has never really had time to process. I mean, you know, technically this show starts right after she like days within her losing vision. She has had zero time to process that grief. Not to mention her being blipped back into existence. So it's not like she had the five years like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which right. I feel like is why Monica gets her. Mm-hmm. They were yep. both flipped. They both had very, very big losses. While Wanda saw her loss, the actual act, Monica mm-hmm. was thrown into it. Well, given the information and then deal with it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. she came back to reality and fought yeah. Thanos. And then, you know, while everyone else is grieving Tony Stark, like no yeah. one is like, hey, what about your loss? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but if you think about it, like, and then of course she finds really out that they're experimenting with her like that. Like, on her dead, or, you know, her dead, you know, love. Yeah, the only people that really, really, for the most part, are like Wanda friends Clint. is Clint. Clint had to deal with the fact that his whole family blipped yeah. and everything mm-hmm. that he dealt with with that, and then and he had that back. He did like he has to, right. to, to, to comes to terms. Like I hope they talk about that in the Hawkeye show. Like he did a lot of bad shit during those five years. Grief he essentially makes you do a lot of bad shit. He became it? an assassin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's that. We had she was part of the Falcon, um, uh, Black Widow, Cap, threesome. Falcon and Falcon's dealing with Cap dying mm-hmm. or going right. off well, the old Cap. Cap, Cap retired. Right. Um, and so the, and he was and he was yeah, the leader of their and group. And widow's dead. And right. Widow's dead, and yeah. widow's dead. And widow's dead. So, so yeah. yeah, she she literally like she has lost everything. And yeah. and so I I really really appreciated that scene because to me as someone who has lost I if there was ever a moment that I connected with this character, it was that moment. Right. Like on a personal level, because I could understand exactly what she meant by like, I don't even know how this started at all. Um, Yeah. And it's it's crazy. So let's let's move on, because I think that in talking about Wanda and we kind of mentioned it and I want to circle back to it. It's important to talk about Agnes because we saw a very different Agnes Mm -hmm. this episode than what we had seen. Um, Yeah. she, She breaks character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like full yeah. stop. She she breaks character because Vision broke character. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like we we finally found out that she legitimately is she has free will. Like she knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. I feel like Agnes may, 
as opposed to being like, you know, everyone is saying she's Agatha Harkness and that she's, you know, another witch and helping. Uh, I feel like she might be an actress because she she had all of the things. She had the the lingo down. She's like, hey, do you want me to take that from the top? Do you want me to, you know, and she's just oh. waiting to improv. I think she might be an actress that is like working for. I still think she's working for whoever is really pulling the strings. But like Wanda knows that she is part of her world and not you know, a resident of uh, Westview. Mm-hmm. Although we did finally see her house. We saw her azaleas and a car. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, don't do this. We still have not seen that husband that she talks about every time. Yeah, she we mentioned Ralph again. Ralph. No. Uh. Um, question for the group. Mm-hmm. Agnes looks real shocked when, well, okay. Not shocked. Like, this is a new piece of information. When... The twin said, "You can bring people. Even you can even bring back the dead." Yeah, and she said, "You can, you, do, you can that? do that." Mm-hmm. And then that was the end of that. What yep. the fuck was that? Well, uh, I, I, like, are we are we talking about the twins now? Because they basically no, were the stars no, of this episode. No, 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 no. not yet. I, just, I mean, because I, I think, I think to Manira's point. It's the places where she broke character, because mm-hmm. obviously she, you're breaking character right there if you ask that question mm-hmm. when you're not supposed to understand what's going on mm-hmm. at all. And it harkens back to the conversation that um, Vision and Wanda were having mm-hmm. when he was like, you're not even trying to hide your magic. Like, yeah, she, she Agnes is the, right the there. Into, yeah. Existence, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, Agnes is right there. And Agnes is just sitting there like, doo doo like right. she's not even hearing the conversation. Mm-hmm. He also mentions he was like she she didn't even notice when they went from babies to five year olds in right. an instant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was very it was very. I won't say Kimmy Gibbler because that's we're not there yet. But it was very funny neighbor. Like there were oh, a lot we've got of, new a kids lot of now. Full house vibes in this episode. Like there the biggest in, like clearly it's Full House and Family Ties because the even the mm-hmm. opening is from Family Ties. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. I don't think it's Full House yet. I think next episode will be Full House. No, I think there's a lot of jokes about Full House because of the twins. And Elizabeth Olsen is the sister of Mary-Kate and Ashley, who are like probably the most famous twins on TV. I think the, this episode sister. was family ties and growing pains. I yeah. think being that we had the ending that we did, next episode will be um, Full House. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, it was I definitely an Uncle Jesse bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that that's definitely fair. Um, it's just... It will be interesting. And like in one of the previews, I know that we that they show vision like snapping Agnes out of it. And mm-hmm. I was assuming that it, we would see that in this episode and we didn't. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's still going to be more to unpack with Agnes. But there was definitely a lot of shady shit this week. Yeah. Um, with Agnes. And to Eric's point, I think it then puts you on the fence of is she really Agatha Harkness that, that we've all been like holding on to? Mm-hmm. Or is she just another player in I think she might the be big, big bads? Agatha Harkness, but it's kind of that thing where they do in the MCU where they'll take a character and like change them around a bit, kind of like they did with the man, um, um, the Mandarin. Where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is what you're expecting of the Mandarin, but this is what we're going to give you. You were going to say the Mandalorian, weren't you? I was going to say the he Mandalorian. He was about to say the Mandalorian. I, I'm glad he caught himself. All right, so let's, because we've, we've, we've kind of talked around it, but I think it really is important to spend a little bit of time really focusing on vision this episode. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I know he's not a human, but I felt so bad for him. Like, he yeah. is, 
Oh my gosh, like just point. trying to figure it out. So mm-hmm. Manira, for you, what did what did you get out of Poor Vision's plight this week? Um, I I want I want her to just break down and tell him like when he was saying, I can't remember out of Westview and we had just seen like we had had the um, credits at the beginning and they showed vision as a baby vision as a teenager. Like that's I never was, happened. I was that's honestly not expecting them to, to do the, um, what the internet has been doing when they show child pictures of Wanda where they have the the child picture of Vision and it's like an old washing machine or like literally a desktop <laughs> computer. I thought it was going to be like a computer or something like that. But like she I I want her to tell him. I know that that will that will break him when it happens. But I want mm-hmm. her to tell him and I just felt I felt really bad for that fight because when she when she stopped and said, "You have never talked to me this way." And he said, "I'm scared. Like I don't what is happening? I know that it's you. I just talked to Norm. He, like, he's scared. This isn't you. You wouldn't do that to these people. And yeah. she just keeps telling him, I'm doing this for us. I'm doing well, Vision, this for Vision us. Vision is also, he's, while he is a robot, he's a synthesoid. So he's, he's learning to be a yeah. human. So things like fear, things like emotion, like when he was born, he's just 100% logic. So yeah. now he's learning emotions and like, Things don't make sense. Things are not logical in the way that he's used to. Yeah. I want to um, – okay, so when Vision's at work and they're getting the internet for the first time, who sent that email? Because it wasn't the trio. That wasn't what they were talking about. Yeah, I think maybe her her radiation and her powers, maybe she's intercepting some things. Because it was also weird when Norm starts reading the email, everyone else in the office starts reading the email in right. sync with him. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah, that was hella creepy. <laughs> because, because, okay. Then to that point, when Vision snaps Wanda or snaps Norm out, he says, she's controlling me. It hurts. It hurts. I need to talk to my family. And Vision says, who? Norm never says it's Wanda. Are we yeah. like are they is it a read misdirect? Like are we supposed to think it's Wanda but really it's somebody else? I think that's what we thought the whole time. I like there's definitely yeah. somebody else behind the scenes. It's not just Wanda. Wanda. Yeah. And 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 on top of that to your point Manera, when he says to Wanda like you're hurting these people mm-hmm. and she's like I don't know what you're talking about. Right. I'm not sure that she actually knew what he was talking about. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because if she is having this perfect world, I don't think that Wanda would be okay hurting people to get the perfect world. And I think that you can go back to when she came out of Westview. Mm -hmm. She could have easily just murked everybody there and been like, fuck y'all, let me get back to my perfect life. She did not hurt a single person. No. So the idea that then she would intentionally hurt a thousand people inside of this town to keep this like fantasy up kind of seems a little bit out of character. So I think that that's a really good catch on your part. She played like when she was talking to Monica, oh, you're still here. Like, remember what I did to you? And the fact that Monica didn't back down and actually moved forward, she kind of was like, oh, okay, well, you are an ally. I do know that you were an ally, but you were mm-hmm. messing up my, you were, you said some things and I didn't like it. You yeah, made I didn't want to talk about those things. Right, you made me remember mm-hmm. about my grief and I didn't like that, so you had to go. 
Mm-hmm. Well, not to mention, like, even Vision, he's starting to realize the the fake reality. And yeah. I think he is on to Agnes as well. You know, not just her breaking character, but, like, um, when the dog comes into play, yes! he, he walks in the kitchen that. and he's like, she she asks him why he's not looking normal. Dressed he's up, like, yeah. well, I had an inclination that someone is going to show up. So I put on my, you know, human face. And he's like, yeah, someone's going to show up. And then she knocks and walks in. And he's like, yeah, with exactly, exactly what the what situation need. needs. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. And in comes Agnes with, you know, the... A the big-ass doghouse. Dog that was a cute doghouse, by the way. The doghouse that also, if you look closely, already has the dog's name uh, stenciled <gasps> in, yeah. in, on the bone. Yeah. I did not catch that. Yeah. So, yeah. Oof. There's... What's going on? Poor Vision. I've... Oh. Oh. Here and I think that like that's also, that, that's the that's, hardest thing for me. Uh, He's already dead, so yeah. you bring him back, and you're not trying to make him suffer, but you're kind of making him suffer. Yeah, you're yeah. using him like a puppet. I was gonna mm-hmm. say that the the dog is an Easter egg to the uh, the visions run. The the dog was a robot, but it was also named Sparky. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that because I yep. have not read the visions run. Hmm. All right, so now I think this is a great time since we're talking about Sparky um, to transition to the last group within Westview that we need to talk about that Eric's been trying to talk about since we started, the twins. Eric, what the hell is going on with these kids? I think she conjured them into existence and they're permanent because like, I think they also have her powers. Because clearly they they they're aging themselves up. It's not like mm-hmm. before where she's like, oh well, I'm I'm gonna make myself pregnant. I'm gonna change the house however I feel. I'm gonna you know make things color now instead of black and white. Like they go from infants to five year olds, um, and then okay. But here's my question for you about that because you know we talked about this before. We know they're wicked in speed. Yeah. Do you think that they both have? Because I mean, obviously they've they've already to fit the show. They've kind of changed their backstory a little bit, which I'm totally okay with. But do you think it's that that both kids have her powers? Or rather, if you notice, when they age up, they look at each other, and it's almost like Speed telling Wiccan, nah, I'm good, do it. And then Wiccan is the one that's aging I think they're more a manifestation of her powers. But they might also be a manifestation of the fact that she is losing control because they are not – like she tries to put them to sleep with her powers, and nothing happens. And then Well, she – she lost control when she was pregnant yeah. because mm-hmm. everything that happened while she was pregnant in With that the storks in and that everything, thing, right? The mm-hmm. stork, the rain, all of that. <laughs> she said, Oh, my powers did that. I don't, I didn't mean to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those weren't your powers, sweetie. Those were your baby's powers. Well, mm-hmm. I also, I have a fan theory that someone gave to me, which I'll, when we get to, to theories, I'll bring that up. Um, but yeah, that like they're, they, they're basically doing whatever the fuck they want. Uh, but they're it, a even fucking then, problem. <laughs> yeah, even then, it sticks to the same norms of, like, sitcom. Because mm-hmm. when she's like, oh, well, you guys can't have a dog until you're at least 10. And they look at each other and they age themselves up. But they both know. They're like, no, oh, no, 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 no. And right. boom, you have some fucking preteens. Yeah. <sighs> um. Okay. Those little boys are living their best lives. Okay, they're also, like, we're just really good job on casting because the preteens looked very much like the five. Yes. Versions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, the twins picked up on Wanda and Vision's divide. Mm-hmm. Like the whole, where's Dad? Oh, it's a Sunday. Yeah. Are you guys fighting? Why yeah, are you like, fighting? They're like, where's Dad? He's like, oh, he went to work. She's like, but it's Saturday. You guys told right. us earlier it was Saturday. Like, oh, well, yeah. he had to go into the office or something. 
Yeah, and then and then the you know it, it, daddy needs a break, and they're instantly like from from us, us? Mm-hmm. right? And the way that they said it, kind of like, mm-hmm. I mean, if he does, we'll give him something to break about. Like, right. <laughs> I, I think part of that also was kind of the the inside joke on like sitcoms from the eighties and nineties mm-hmm. when like kids go from babies to toddlers within like three or four episodes and then you know a couple a couple weeks later like by next season they're different actors because they've aged them up like two or three years yeah and they have well to... no go ahead oh no, no i was gonna say you have to kind of um fill in all those like you need to get all the beats mm-hmm. that you would mm-hmm. get for for kids in a teen you know in a sitcom from the 80s like oh like even the title of this one a very special episode is say, about yeah. death they you had know. a lot well, of well, yeah. Well, I was gonna say when they do those like back in the '80s, like whenever they were like a very special episode, it's like about racism or death mm-hmm. or gangs or drugs. Here's here's the thing though too, when they look at her and they tell her about her powers and the fact that she can bring it people yeah. back from the well, dead, not to mention they even she, they ask she her hasn't like, done "Don't you anything. have a brother?" Right, like that she hasn't done anything in Mm-mm. front of them right. for them to even have a remote inkling right. of what she's capable of, whether or not she's got siblings. Like right. she hasn't none of this. She has pretty much stayed in character I for wonder, them the whole way through. Yeah. How did the kids, kids know, know that? I right. wonder if they don't if because they're basically her creations, maybe they see through the perception. Like maybe they see vision as mm. this robot zombie. So they know that she can bring things back from the dead. Oh, shit. Well, then. Okay. Because they see the see through the fact that we're going off of the fact that Wanda is like we saw zombie vision. Nobody else sees zombie vision like that. That's what we're going off of. Right. But we all know that now it is the real vision's body. So we don't know if like. If she's just putting a, per- a perception so that everyone sees him as, you know, and the kids, but you're saying that the kids can see him as real dead vision because they seem. I to mean, know but that would else. make sense yeah. because they they seem like when you think about what the what the twins are actually doing, they're being little boys. Like, yeah. oh, we found this yeah. dog, and mm-hmm. we're playing, and we're doing these things. Not, not they're to mention, not like, doing anything that should put them in a position where right. they know these things, unless. They can actually well, see like, him. Not to mention, Vision is starting to snap out of it, too. Because, one, no one else in town has a pet. And they mentioned that they mm-hmm. found him outside and he was crying. Mm-hmm. Um, the, pe- the dog doesn't have any collar or anything, which I think mm-hmm. is you know suspicious. Weird. Um, Agnes shows up with the doghouse right on on schedule. So I think maybe she's taking orders. Like, maybe she brought the dog into the, into the hex, as they're calling it now. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Dr. Darcy. Um, but Vision also mentions, he's like, why does no one else in town have children? Why are there... Right, the, there like, are the no children are in this empty. town. Yeah, there's no playgrounds. No one's ever in school. What's what's going on? But then Wanda says, and I believe her, you think that I am getting these people up, getting these people to their doctor's appointments on time. You think that I'm doing all of that. I don't think that she's... I, I don't know. I think subconsciously I she might be... Like, I feel like we're going to see behind the curtain later and the people that are not directly on screen are, like, kind of in stasis, just, like, held together, which is where, yeah. what Norm was talking about, where they're just in pain. I don't... But I don't which think she's I think, doing it. Yeah, which I think then goes even more to the idea that someone else is controlling the people in yeah. the town for the most part. Yeah. Because... Yeah. Because the thing that there is no children, if you if you follow everything that we learned this episode, 
they legit give us a number for the number of people in the town. They're mm-hmm. saying that there's a thousand people in this town that nobody has gotten out. You don't have a fucking town in the middle of New Jersey with a thousand people where there are no children. Mm-hmm. So where the hell are the children? Like, I think it I might feel just like be that's that, a big that deal. thing where like, it's kind of also a joke about sitcoms where child actors can be kind of a pain. You know, because kid, kids yeah. have different labor rules where, like, they can't be on set a certain amount of times. They have to be in school. I mean, I get that. But then at the same time, in episode two, when they did the talent show, what was the talent show for? Yeah. The talent for show the was for the children. For the children, But yeah. there are no children. So I, I feel like <sighs> I never thought the day would come that I would be on the Manira conspiracy train, like, sitting in first class. But here I am. Because I agree with her. It's nice here, isn't Something, it? it's so comfy and mm-hmm. cozy. Yeah. They, they make really good drinks in first they class. They really do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there is something to the lack of children, the twins being able to see everything. Everything. And then And them be able to also saying, manipulate their own reality. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because they are doing, like, listen... These kids, you can't beat them because they, they, they're, you know, they got superpowers. But these kids need ass whooping. Like they're yeah. just doing whatever the hell they want. I like, hope next episode what? we see them like legitimately use their powers individually. Like, um, do we, do we want to jump into the ending here or because? Well, I think that this is a great place to transition. Yeah. Because we talked about. You know, everybody inside and outside. And literally, it sounds like we could be here all day. And we haven't talked about the way that the show ended and what it means going forward. So I think this is a great place to dive in. Um, I'm not I'm not going to say spoiler alerts, because if you're watching this, then you should have watched the damn episode. Yeah, so you know what we're talking about. We're talking the other about. 20 plus minutes of the show. So we're exactly. literally talking about the last 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. The last 45 seconds where Pietro shows up. At the door, knocking on the door to Eric's point, like Uncle Jesse, like, hey, y'all, I'm here. No hug for your bro. Your long lost bro. And I think that the thing that I love. She mentions to the twins when they're like, you have a brother, right? And she's like, oh, well, he lives very far away. And it makes me Very far away, yep. Well, okay, here's the thing. He says that he doesn't say you have a brother, right? He says, mom. Do you have have a, a do you have a sibling? Yeah. Uh And she says, yes, I have a brother. And And she should have said, I, I did. I don't think she wanted to, especially after what they had been through with the dog. Like she didn't want to to bring up more death. Well, they hadn't been, they hadn't been through it with the dog yet. Oh yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. Right. I think she was thinking about it after they were like, well, you can bring stuff back from the dead. Dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that what I loved was in the moment where he comes on screen and at first we don't see who it is, right? And then we see who it is. And then Dr. Darcy is like, Yeah, we just see the silver hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I lost it. Yeah. I mean, spoilers aplenty. It is Evan Peters who played um, Quicksilver in the X-Men universe, in X-Men yes. um, Days of Future Past. and Was he in Days of Future Past? Yeah, Days of Future yes. Past and Apocalypse. Um, he wasn't in Dark Phoenix, was he? No, I think he was in Dark Phoenix for like a second. Was he? Okay. But I, I think you he know, was. I, 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 I try not to remember it. anything right. about say, that I didn't garbage see it, guys, movie. but I think he was so... in it for a second. Ugh. Yeah, okay, yeah, I think he, he was in. He was also, he, he was a quick cameo in uh, Deadpool 2, the scene where all mm-hmm. the X-Men are... Um, Yep. But one of the things that I noticed immediately was 
the last place that we saw him was in the 80s. So mm-hmm. uh, he's also wearing his same jacket, which mm-hmm. I believe in, in, um, in Apocalypse, which takes mm-hmm. place in the 80s. He was wearing that same leather jacket. But that's also a callback to like Uncle Jesse, the cool uncle who shows up. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I'm wearing a leather jacket and some motorcycle boots. Every yeah. everything about it screamed mm-hmm. Uncle Jesse, um, and, and, Tan- think- and Tony Danza. He had a bit yeah, of yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. Who's the boss? Yep. Oh yep. yeah, big big. Who's the boss vibes? Yeah, because yep. he even and, comes and in I- and he's got that that like New Jersey accent, like mm-hmm. hey baby hey. girl, baby sister, yeah. no hug mm-hmm. for your long lost brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, where's was- this accent coming from? It's a little over the was- top, but I kind of love it. <laughs> it was a little weird, but I also loved it, and I think that you know. On top of the fact that I actually just really like Evan Peters in this role, I think it's a good role for him, and I, yeah. I actually enjoy him in the it's movie not, in this role. It's not um, Aaron Taylor Johnson who played mm-hmm. him in Age of Ultron, so. And I didn't like him. I just I didn't. liked him a little bit. I didn't. I didn't like him as they went on to play husband and wife in um, Godzilla, and so that that took me that took me completely out. I didn't like that <laughs> at all. I I think that this opens that door that I have been waiting literally years to open to have that cross of you know some of the some of the actors in the Fox MCU um, really blending in with the Disney Plus. That's, that's not the MCU. Or the, Disney. the Fox. That, that's just. The, I mean, that's the X Men universe. Technically, well. Yes, I know it's the X Men universe, but it is Marvel, so let's let's not do them dirty. In they should technically be considered potato fucking under- potato. We've got mutants, like we've got mutants <laughs> okay, in the fucking MCU. Why is no one talking about there. this? <laughs> no, no, no. Here's where that goes because I, now I will explain the fan theory that that a friend of mine, uh, Darren, aka Dern, uh, yo Dern, um, basically what he brought up to me was that like. Um, what Hydra did with the Mind Stone, maybe they didn't give her her powers. Maybe they gave her, her her power is basically to kind of absorb power. And when she was on the battlefield during Endgame, she had all six Infinity Stones there. And she has, like, throughout the course of the show so far, has shown that she is wielding all six powers. She's manipulated time. Mm. She's manipulated uh, reality. She has manipulated people's minds. She's going through the whole, you know, through the gauntlet of powers. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe she, it might be that thing, you know, like when, when you can't remember what a dead person's, you know, what their face looks like, maybe she mm-hmm. pulled from another reality and that's where Evan Peters comes in. Okay. So then do we think, okay. So we think that Wanda did this because I don't. Yeah. I think she did at the, well, I think she did in a way because who else could pull from a complete other universe, but the at the twins. same time, like, I don't think she was ready to see her legitimate brother. Who I she think the knows twins did it. I think the twins did it because they heard mommy and daddy fighting downstairs, and mommy sounded sad, and they needed. They know that mommy's sad that because also her brother makes isn't brought here. Well, yeah, I and, they, the and, and she knows it. that they know that he lives far I'm, away. I'm loving this first class ticket right now. <laughs> yeah, but but <laughs> Darren, I do like your. I do like that theory. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna keep I'm, an I think eye he's on that. On something. The yes. only thing that if I would wonder is like mm-hmm. how how where did they get Evan Peters though? Yeah, because they're they're not from this reality. Yeah, but maybe that's it though. Yeah, maybe because they're not from this reality, and they know his name is. Did they? They don't know his name is Pietro though. Because I was gonna no. say maybe they cast from 
anybody by the name of Pietro and just pulled him. But they don't know his name. So that wouldn't work. But I do think it's the twin somehow. I don't know how. And I, I feel like that. it matters. I feel like it matters because if it didn't matter, Dr. Darcy would not have said, literally yeah. said well, there's she, been a recast. Because she exists in the regular world. She knows no, no, that, I know, that Pietro I know. was someone else. I know. But but how often in, in cinema You mean has... for us. It matters for us. Right, right. Yes. Because how often in cinema in general, someone dies, someone moves on, they recast and they never address. I mean, Rody. the fucking, yeah, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, yeah. Rhodey. Like, there's been so many instances where a popular character has been recast and it's never addressed. Can so I the fact that I they went out cast? of their way. Can I say why well, I hope it's recast? Well, why? yeah, yeah, yeah. But all mutants? I was going to say was no. I think that there's – there is a reason, which I think Manir is going to give her her, th her theory on it. Mm -hmm. There is a reason that they want us to know that this was intentional. Manira, what's your theory? Well, in the Fox situation, Pietro knew who his dad was, and his mm -hmm. dad's still fucking living. I think they're bringing back uh, Magneto. <laughs> I will lose my whole entire shit. If Magneto is I feel brought like, onto this show, well, no, because in in the um, in the MCU they knew who their parents were. Their parents died in in no, the no, bombing. No, 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 no. I mean, her real dad. I See, mean, that's her comic fucking dad. That's what I know. Mean. We don't know if there's any back history to like maybe their parents in Sokovia were not their real parents. That's why I think we don't. That's why I think we got the we got Evan Peters and not Aaron. It would be nice because if they just snuck in a Evan um, Evan Peters' dad was Magneto. Yeah. Full stop in the movie. He knows that. Yeah, that was one I of think, the, the good points. The, the one of the few good things about X-Men. Yeah, uh, I think that they're going to bring back Magneto. I think that the reason that we have Evan Peters' Quicksilver is to bring in another very special you don't speak to dad anymore. I know cuz my dad's dead. Dad's not dead. In Walk Mag fucking Nito. Okay, but okay. <sighs> I while I am very much for that theory, I don't want Fastbender. I want I want what's his name? Um No, if it's Ian McKellen. Yeah, I want Ian that's, McKellen. That's okay. I think it would have to be it would have, have to, to it can't be Fastbender no. because of the time period, yeah. right? Yeah. They would have to age him up so much. Yeah. Um it well, would they, they to did be... it in, in in the X Men movies anyway. Like they Fastbender was supposed to be Quicksilver's dad, even though, you know, my Fastbender is what, maybe four or five years older than, than Evan Peters. Yeah. Well listen No, Fastbender's like almost fifty. None of the listen, we some of that stuff we had to just wave away. And we all right. know that. We have to pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> right. But well, that at, is what I at think. At the same time, I know, um, uh, what's the name? <sighs> Old Magneto. His name Ian was McKellen? Just, Ian McKellen. I know he has always mentioned that he is, he loves the role of Magneto and would come back at the drop of a hat. And he so. needs to. He, and I would pay him all Magneto. the money. If right. you bring right. in Ian McKellen into this, oh, okay. I will lose my shit. Yeah, same. Oh, it would be amazing. Same. All right, guys. Well, listen, we have 
we clearly we just have a lot of thoughts um and we hope that we cleared some things up for you in this episode probably uh, not we, yeah because i listen i think we probably gave you more questions yeah than answers. Say, if, if anything uh, we, we lit the spark on that fucking conspiracy theory oh but i love yeah. it so much i love it so much um but if we didn't answer some questions for you let us know if you're watching the video Go ahead and drop some comments um, down, and one of us will definitely get back to you. If you're listening to the podcast, you can definitely get at us through our normal means. Um, you can do that either through our email address, which is concentratedpodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you send us an email there, we promise you we will either answer your email directly or we'll answer it um, on air with our next episode. Yeah, so give us um, all your theories. Give us the theories. Uh, th- shout out to you said Dern. Uh, Darren, but yeah, if Darren? you know him, he goes by Dern. All right. I, well, shout out to Darren for that excellent theory because I didn't even think about that. So can I also I'm, shout out to um, someone who slid in our DMs? Um, it is Chris James Scott um, One. Oh, hey. Chris. Oh, yeah. Uh, the uh, writer and artist of uh, Two Ton Rock God. Mm-hmm. Yep. He said, uh, "Can't wait for y'all to talk about Wanda on Monday. Holy fuck! Holy fuck indeed." That yes. is appropriate. That is an appropriate that reaction. Is, that is absolutely. I have literally reaction. like we we record Saturday mornings. I have been here for the last twenty four hours. Like I need to get this. I need to. I need to spew this all out. <laughs> I gotta get it out. Yeah. I gotta be able to say somebody, it somebody. needs to hear this. <laughs> well, yeah. So definitely, you can get at us through there, or like Chris, you can do it through our social media. Our handle on Instagram and on Twitter is at Concentrated Pod. Also, you can do it through our Facebook page. We have it's just Concentrated Podcast on Facebook, um, and you know, like as always, we. Definitely want to thank you for listening. If you like this episode, please, please, please do us a favor. Rate us, drop a review, subscribe to the podcast itself, or subscribe to the YouTube channel. Tell a friend. Do all of that. Um, also, before we wrap, I do want to shout out and call out the fact that we've kind of branched out a little bit. Um, as you can hear, we're doing this podcast specifically for Marvel fans and for Marvel content. If you're looking for MMA, you're in luck. We have Throwing Bows. It might be what you just what you're looking for. Uh, we get into a lot of different MMA topics there. And then if you're looking for three POCs talking about British shows, uh, we also have Cup and Saucer. Uh, y'all should really, really check out Cup and Saucer. They're now talking about um, Gangs of London, which is legit like one of my favorite shows of 2020. Eric, yeah, I guess it would be 2020. I listened to the last episode um, that Eric host. He was like a kid in a fucking candy store. He it's was so, so excited. Again, I enjoyed Bridgerton, but after eight episodes of prim and proper, like <laughs> fancy know. London and oh my God, I want people getting romance murked. and math. Like, no, we got into the, the deep and grimy lower half of London <laughs> oh, and there was so fucking amazing. violence everywhere and I'm here for it. <laughs> and then, and then listen, guys, lastly, we're still doing our little dog and pony concentrated. So concentrated will continue to be really about movie reviews and comic reviews and game reviews and whatever the hell we feel like talking about but you yeah, got say, options these now. these are more focused like cup and saucer mm-hmm. is more focused concentrated that's the og that's where we talk about the things that we want to talk about exactly this is all about the mcu you know throwing bows yep. is all about you know throwing them bows, throwing bows. Throw them bows. <laughs> Ooh, 
Oh, and there's been so many bows being thrown as of late. Um, and, and lastly, guys, if you want to reach out to us one other way, you can definitely leave us a voicemail. Um, our phone number is 301-531-4393. Again, that's 301-531-4393. That is it for this week. Keep those conspiracies coming. We want to hear them all. We want to talk about them all. And we'll talk to you guys I was like, next week. We got week. four more episodes, and I feel like it's going to get wild as fuck. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't wait. So, guys, we look forward to talking to you next week. Yep. Bye. Peace. Heavenly shades of night are falling. It's twilight time. Out of the mist, your voice is calling. Tis twilight time. When purple colored curtains mark the end of day, I'll hear you. My dear, at twilight time